650 on the Crosstalk 10 before 7 on WIZM. Our guest is Max Richmond. He is a former staff director at the Senate Special Committee on Aging and a 16-year veteran of Capitol Hill uh, and also the CEO of the organization that is at the moment urging passing of a, a Social Security 2100 Act, the National Committee to Preserve Social Security and Medicare. Max, thanks for talking with us this morning. Tell me, what is the Social Security 2100 Act? Well, good morning, and thanks for inviting me uh, as a guest on your program. The Social Security 2100 Act is uh, a piece of legislation that uh, has been introduced in the Congress this session. It would do a couple of things that I think are long overdue. One, it would extend the solvency of the program uh, for the rest of this century. That's why it's called the Social Security 2100 Act. It would Im- improve the minimum benefit. It would raise that uh, to 125% of poverty. And this is important uh, to so many seniors. It would provide for a cost-of-living adjustment. And if you're a Social Security beneficiary, it's something that you watch uh, every uh, fall to see what the COLA will be, the adjustment that is supposed to keep up with inflation, uh, but uh, for many years now has fallen way short of making sure that the benefit uh, does not slip because it falls behind inflation. It would uh, include a new formula for determining what that COLA is. So uh, it would, I think, uh, uh, deal with some of the concerns that people have about Social Security's long-term uh, solvency and provide a benefit that is much fairer and more generous. Well, and you're right. There are uh, many people who are concerned that there won't be any Social Security benefit by the time they're old enough uh, to collect it. How? Where does the money come from to uh, provide this uh, long-term security and increase? Well, well uh, first of all, uh, those people who think there won't be any benefit are are uh, misguided. They have, I think, uh, for the most part, uh, fallen into uh, the uh, trap, uh, believing the many myths about Social Security that it's broke. There's no money there. I know you've heard it, and uh, your listeners have heard it. Let me just say, before I answer your question, if, if we do nothing at all, in 2035, the trust fund will be depleted and benefits will be about 82% of what they ought to be. That's not going to happen as long as there's a reasonable approach, and we think the Social Security 2100 Act is a reasonable solution to that. But the program is not going to disappear. The only way there would be no Social Security uh, benefits after 2035 is if we had 100% unemployment and no one was paying into the program. That's obviously not going to happen. The financing, to answer your question, uh, for this uh, improvement in Social Security is, is done in two ways. First of all, as you know, I'm sure there's a cap on wages subject to the payroll tax, the FICA tax. It changes a little bit every year. Uh, now it's 132900 After that, no more payroll tax. Why? That doesn't make sense to a lot of us. Um, we would support eliminating that cap altogether. Politically, that's probably not possible. So the Social Security 2100 Act would keep the cap at what it is. As I said, it changes a little bit every year, but commence uh, payroll taxes, again, at $400,000 and above in wages. 
That's number one. The second uh, component of the financing, it would increase the payroll tax by 1.2% over 24 years. It's a tiny uh, amount, an increase in the payroll tax. I think it's about 50 cents a week for a wage earner earning around $50,000 a year. Though that combination of those two revenue streams would provide for the long-term solvency for over the next um, almost 80 years of the program and would allow these improvements um, that, I, that I've mentioned as well. How much political support do you currently have? Well, we, ha- we don't have bipartisan support. Uh, the bill right now has, I think, about 210 or 211 uh, co-sponsors. They're all Democrats. It's been our mission for the last few months to uh, find some Republicans who are willing to uh, sign on to the bill. Uh, I think the, I think the um, bill will uh, see action in the Ways and Means Committee. The chairman of the Social Security Subcommittee, uh, John Larson, a uh, congressman from Connecticut, has been uh, very actively uh, 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 gaining co-sponsors and moving uh, towards a markup in the Ways and Means Committee and a, and a vote on the House floor. Hopefully that'll happen this year. And then, uh, then, and I do think it will pass if it's brought to a vote. We'll have to do uh, everything we can to see uh, about getting a vote in the, in the U.S. Senate after that. Max Richmond, thanks very much for talking with us this morning, President and CEO of the National Committee to Preserve Social Security and Medicare. Uh, it is not broke. 